let's talk about unlimited atonement. Unlimited atonement. What exactly is unlimited atonement? Unlimited atonement is the idea that when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he died for the sins of everybody that will ever live uh, from all the way from the beginning to Adam all the way into the last person that will ever uh, live on this uh, earth and that is the prevailing view amongst uh, evangelicals that Jesus Christ died for everybody because the Bible says he died for the sins of the whole world that's uh, 1 John chapter 2 verse 2 and so uh, there are those that disagree with that conclusion they say that the atonement is limited and that is the uh, prevailing view in uh, the reformed camp or Calvinism but in Arminianism uh, they believe that that the atonement is unlimited and also those who regard themselves as four-point Calvinists they also believe in the uh, unlimited atonement view that Jesus Christ's death was for the sins of the entire world and there is um, debates about that and here is one of the debates is that if Jesus Christ's atonement was unlimited in other words it paid the price for the sins of every human being that will ever live then the question has to be asked then why do some people go to hell if their sins have been paid for uh, by Jesus Christ when he shed his blood on Calvary's cross why do people still go to hell because if they're going to hell after their sins have been paid for then what in the world did the atonement do for those who still perish and will be eternally separated from the God who supposedly or the man who supposedly died for their sins that's a question that has to be asked that's a question that has to be presented uh, for those who uh, espouse an unlimited atonement view now just as a reminder or as a point of review for those who believe in a limited atonement believe that Jesus Christ died for the sins of those whom God gave to him before the foundation of the world that would be the chosen that would be the elect of God and so in that sense so here, this is what we have going on here in the unlimited atonement view when Jesus Christ died what he did is made men savable doesn't mean they're actually going to be saved but they are savable in other words it's possible that they might be saved but it's also possible that they will be lost so in in that worldview or in, or in that uh, idea man ultimately casts the deciding vote whether salvation is realized or whether salvation is not realized I hope you're following me now in the limited atonement view what happens is that when Jesus Christ died for the elect alone every last person whom God has chosen that he's given to the son as it says in John chapter 6 verse 37 each and every one of those persons will be saved because they are his sheep Jesus is their shepherd and those whom he saves are the sheep 
Remember what he said. He says, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any pluck them out of my hand. It says, my father who gave them to me is greater than all and none is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. And he said, I and my father are one. John chapter 10 verses 27 to 30. So those who are saved are in the eternal grip and security and love and power of the father and the son. Those are those those are those individuals whose eternal life is absolutely uh, ironclad, rock solid and secure. If God has said that he's securing you and that he's going to eternally save you, then you can bet your life that that is what exactly he meant. That is exactly what's going to happen. So if God said none can pluck you out of his hand, then none can. And we need to believe the word of God. However, going back to the unlimited atonement view, this is the idea in the unlimited atonement view. It is uh, unlimited in its extent. In other words, it's unlimited to whom it reaches, but it is limited in its power to save all those whom it suppo who, who supposedly Jesus died for. I hope you understand what I'm saying. It's unlimited in its extent, but it's, but it's limited in its power. And flipping the script on that, we go to the limited atonement view. It is uh, limited in its extent, but it's unlimited in its power to save those whom it is intended for. And what am I making reference to? Once again, it's the atonement. It's the uh, substitutionary uh, death of Jesus Christ. So just once again, unlimited atonement. Those who hold to unlimited atonement view say that Jesus Christ died for the sins of everyone that will ever live, even those who die and go to hell. So in that sense, if you believe that, then you also have to believe that Jesus Christ's atonement was not efficacious for everyone. In other words, it was not effective to save all those whom he died for since he died for everyone. And that means that Jesus failed in his uh, attempt to save some uh, because he wasn't able to save everybody because the majority of the world is going to go to hell. And that's what the Bible teaches. Now, in the limited atonement view, no one is left out. Everyone is saved whom the atonement uh, is to benefit. Because once again, like I said, the in, the in the limited atonement view, Jesus dies for those whom the Father gave to him. That is the elect, the chosen of God. And he died for those only. The rest of humanity, God has decided to pass by and allow them to to um, fulfill their their own uh, passion and that is to fulfill the desire of their own sins and then judge them justly for that. Here, here's, here's the scenario and this is something that we need to remember and understand when it comes to God. God is not obligated, listen to me very carefully, this may be hard for, you, for some of you to take and to understand and to absorb because it's going to, it's going to feel, um, it's going to sound very harsh and it's going to sound very unloving God is not obligated to save anyone. Let me say that again. God is not obligated or required to save anyone. He would be perfectly 
fair and just if he allowed each and every one of us to die in our sins and to perish eternally in a lake of fire forever. He's perfectly within his rights to do that, but because God by nature is uh, kind and compassion, compassionate and benevolent, he has decided in his infinite wisdom to save some, but he has decided not to save all. Now, I know for some of you hearing this, that hurts. That's offensive. That doesn't sound like the God of the Bible, that he would choose some and pass by others. But that is exactly what he has decided to do. Because like I just mentioned to you, God is not obligated to save anybody because nobody deserves to be saved. If you deserve, if you think you deserve to be saved, then you think of yourself more highly than you ought to. And you, doesn't, and you don't realize your own uh, depravity and your own wickedness and your own sin. So God has decided to save an innumerable amount of people um, from every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. But he has not decided to save all. He's allowed some to, to go the path of their own way and to uh, send their fill and then at the appointed time he would judge them and they would be found guilty and they will perish doesn't mean that the gospel won't be preached to them doesn't mean that God doesn't love them at all it's just that God has a special what uh, scholars call a salvific love for his chosen in other words a love that saves them so the unlimited atonement view in my opinion is not the biblical view now many of course would disagree with that and that's okay we can decide to disagree agreeably and still love one another we're just on opposite sides of the fence when it comes to the uh, unlimited and limited atonement view and just by a quick review real quick once again unlimited atonement means that Jesus Christ dies for the sins of everyone that will ever live even those who will never realize that uh, salvation and will perish in hell. In other words, the atonement, even though Jesus Christ shed his blood for them in the unlimited atonement view, the, the, the atonement for the people who perish was ineffectual. It did nothing for them because in the final analysis, at the end of the day, they died in sin and perished. Whereas those in the limited atonement view, this is those who believe that Jesus Christ died for the chosen, the elect only, every last one of them will be saved because it was determined before the foundation of the world that God would save them. And anybody God determines to save will be saved. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries, the summer series. I'll check you next time.